Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys, what's up? Today I will be talking about the Dawn of the Dead remake. And of course, this is the uh, unrated director's cut, loaded with good special features, especially especially the deleted scenes. By the way, you want some more blood and going zombie action? Don't check out the deleted scenes. Um, wow, close to two hours of this movie, man. And um, when I first heard about this remake, I was like, you know, I had doubts about it. I didn't see it in the movie theaters. So when it hit the home market release, that's when I knew the power of this fucking remake. And I was like, damn, this movie is like, if you're like, if you're like a horror fan, or just a guy that just likes to sit down and watch a horror movie, and you want everything that you like, you got some tits and ass in this movie, you know, like one nudity scene and one nude scene when the credits roll up. Roll up. But blood and go wise, man, yo, you gotta have a field day with this movie, man. And um, like the original, let me just say that. Also, the remake, not only that we have action, good drama, good interaction with the people, but it was pretty, um, the sense of humor mainly, like in the original movie of Dawn of the Dead, the sense of humor is also attacking the remake too, you know? And what, what I like about this remake, they make it their own, while keeping a little bit of the same concept from the original story, but mainly they made it, they make it, this remake their own. And this is what makes a good horror remake, is when you take some concept, but also make the last a lot of your stuff your own. That's why, to me, like my bloody Valentine was good. The remake, to me, that's why the latest remake, Silent Night, was good because they made it their own. You know, Piranha, same thing. The Piranha remake, the first one, that's why it was good. They take a little bit of the same concept, but all around, mostly they make made most of it their own. You know, and that's what to me is a key factor in a horror remake. Dawn of the Dead is one of those good horror remakes, and you know you got. This woman, right, who's like a nurse, she gone back home, living a happy life. And I'm so sorry, I don't know why this fucking radiator is always fucking on when I'm ready to do a YouTube video blog. It's getting ridiculous. It's worse than my phone call for phones ringing in the back. Um, please forgive me, guys. I hate when I do reviews that you got radiator noises and shit like that. Also, about my knock on the door and bother me. Anyway, you got the nurse, he goes back, everything's like all happy and shit. Then her man became a zombie. She on the run, and when she's outside, the whole, the whole um, um suburban area getting affected with the zombie virus. Everybody's dying. Um, people are getting eaten up. Fires coming out. Cars crashing into another car, and then the lady um crashed her car because somebody because one of the MTA like the bus driver excuse me trying to get into the car and accidentally the lady hit the car in the rail post like no. I think it was a tree, my mistake. And she comes out and she's so big, Randy Reams character. 
and she saw other characters too, like few survivors. They go in the mall, and they fight over. They see zombies. They fight over some zombies. They, they got into the mall. They face these two security guards, and the security guard went to own the mall for themselves, but you know, kind of like held them hostage a little bit until they, until the one of those security guards let them out, and now they got the power to like, hey, we're gonna run this mall too. You know, like control yourself. We come in peace, pretty much. And for a while, the two security guards are like over, like over hyper, like in a way. They put they put them in a holding cell to cool them down, pretty much. And then later on, they got out because you know they all gotta work together. Meanwhile, you got another new cast of characters driving a truck, and they end up going inside the mall. And you got one of the survivors, and that when they came, new survivors they came in the mall, one the fat lady. She was bitten by the zombie, and she turned to the zombie, and then the nurse woman stabbed this, this fat zombie woman with a staff, like a little small poke knife-like, and killed her. And, you know, they start, and then the nurse start finding out that people become a zombie when you become affected by getting bit, you know? And, um, when they find that out, they, they realize, okay, the zombies could die and stuff. And then you get some interaction with the characters, how just like the original Dawn of Dead, how they run around the mall, start enjoying themselves, you know, find some time to, to kill time and spend time. Uh, while a very main character, he spends time like playing chess or looking across the street because there's another survivor across the street who owns the gun store, you know, and that they come and they like communicate with this guy named Andy back and forth. Later on in the movie, they um wanted to find a way to try, to try to get out, so they had these two garage truck, these two trucks trying to reinforce it with some armor and stuff, and, um, and one guy, one of the survivors had an idea about with the chainsaw, he put it inside the truck with the lines, which I felt like was really cool, uh, while Andy from the, across from across the street, told the main character he's kind of hungry, so they want to send the dog out to um, deliver the food, right? And this stupid girl, one of the one of the female survivors, didn't want the dog to go, but the dog went. And the funny thing is, this is like to me one stupid moment. In this movie was that moment it was like, if the dog actually walk out across the street to give the guy food, right? But the zombies don't want to eat the dog, so that's kind of weird, man. I don't know why. That's because you think the zombies will eat anybody, so I I don't know. If you can explain that scene to me, please explain it, because I it still got me like dumbfounded, like, hmm. Maybe the dog had bad body odor, even zombies don't want to touch it. Anyway, the dog went inside the little um, hole thing in the door to go inside and give the food to Andy, but the zombie used that little do um, hole in the door to go in it. And they had, because before, when the door was about to close, they went inside anyway, and they attacked Andy, pretty obvious. He was talking to Rocky Talkie with Ving Ming's character, saying that he'd been bit. And um, maybe they didn't want to tell him that you're going to be a zombie, because he didn't want to, like, Hurt him, you know, hurt his females in a way. So the stupid girl that owns that dog now decided, I'm going to take the truck and go across the street. And the, and, the, and the other survivors on the rooftop was wondering, idiot, <laughs> you know, pretty much, like, okay, we got to go save the girl now. They got into the gun store, get some ammunition, ammunition, excuse me, you know, supplies for gun bullets. So I want speech. And they were able to get some ammunition, <laughs> ammunition. <laughs> My speech sucks, man. I'm sorry, guys. But they got some bullets, some guns, and they saw Andy as a zombie. They kill him. They save the girl. They got him back to the mall, and 
they they trying to like fight with the zombies that's chasing them in the sewer, and the zombies finally break into the mall now, and the other survivors say we gotta go, we gotta go in this truck, you know, we gotta go outside and go to the boat because on one of the scenes the guy mentioned, you know, if you wanna get out of it, we can just take my boat. Yeah, she was joking around. They figured that was a good idea. So anyway, they they got into the truck and got off the mall. There was a whole bunch of fucking zombies. Um, CJ, I love CJ, man, but I was mad when he died in this movie, man. Cause he was like actually my favorite character. Like, I like all the characters in this movie. Actually, to me, I feel like all the actors, actors was actually likable in my opinion. Even the ones that don't hardly talk much, they were likable too. So that's why I like. I mean, that's why I like this remake. It was like to me, it was perfect in a way from beginning to end. You know, but besides that, CJ took a propane like the tank and shoot it, and there was a big explosion. All the zombies pretty much died out in the front. They were able to make a pathway to drive the truck. Um, the gay guy had a chainsaw. He had to kill one of the zombies that was hanging under the truck, and by accidentally he killed the slutty girl. And and actually, it's like bus saw her up, and the second truck just tilted. Um, the other guy. Um, who owns the boat? He didn't want to save Rick Bain's character, so he walked out. But then he ended up getting bit by a zombie. He was pretty much the asshole of the movie. And then a few of the survivors on the bus walked out while the nurse comes in and shoot the asshole and shoot the other zombie. And they all run to the first truck. They're driving off. And they finally got to the boat and dock. And the, one of the love interests for the nurse in the movie, he ended up being bit anyway. So he told her, I have to stay behind. And then the rest of them got on the boat while they sail off. And um, while they sailed off, the guy decided to kill himself so he was turning into a zombie. So while they sailed the boat, um, the young guy, one of the the young security guard that survived, he found a real camera that the guy that owned the boat left. And that's when you see credits start rolling up. And then you start taking video footage, you know, like survivors on the boat now. And um, when they head to the island, guess what? It wasn't the same as they thought they were. And that's when the zombies start coming out. So you don't know whether they're dead or not, but pretty obviously the movie presumes they are dead anyway. So, like in the original, they escaped from the helicopter, and this one they escaped from the boat. But um, I say they're dead anyway. But I like how the credits roll up, and you know you see some images of the zombies and stuff. Um, this remake was excellent, man. Fuck it, this one did remake was wonderful, very well done. Minus that one stupid moment with that dog. I don't know why the zombies don't eat it, eat the dog, but still. Besides that, I found this the perfect remake, and the unrated director's cut, I can sit through it from beginning to end. It didn't, it didn't affect me at all. So I want to say thanks to Zack Snyder for releasing this version. And, um, I mean, I really appreciate it. I like the, when the director released a home market version, and they're like, you know, what, we're going to release it with everything. Did they scenes, how we really wanted to do, like the director's cut version, and with good special features for the fans. And I love Zack Snyder. I love when he do stuff like that. I know for his home walking release, he always do that for his DVDs, and that I pay respect respect to. So I hope people like Eli Roth and Quentin Tarantino pay attention and start showing your respect to your fans. I mean, I mean, when your fans are loyal to your movies, please release your release the movie in home walking like uncut or with DVD scenes and stuff. That's how you really want it to be for the home walking release because. What they can't show in the theaters, and when they're having the home market release, they really don't want to really release too much material, you know what I'm saying? And that, that goes same for fucking Christopher Nolan, too. You too, Christopher Nolan, fuck you. You know, there's a lot of fans that support your movie because you're a good director, you got good movies, but at the same time, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, Christopher Nolan had a few movies I didn't like, 
But he had a lot of good movies besides that, and Christopher Nolan doesn't want to release any material. And that's disrespectful to the fans, you know? So I hope those, those three directors I've mentioned pay more attention to your fans when you release your stuff in the whole market and start showing your true vision, you know? And, um, but Zack Snyder, definitely kudos to you. And I'm looking forward to your movie next year, by the way. And we all know what that is. So, peace, guys. See you later.